Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Just lay yourself down into any posture really that feels good to you in order to get some breath. And we've got some time here for breath in and breath out in steady rhythm, creating that rhythmic flow that is yours. And it's uniquely yours. With your next exhale, bring your knees together, give them a good hug in toward your chest. And get a little rock side to side. Feel good in your body. A massage for the low back, back of the hips. And savor this as long as you like. If you'd like to move into more of the hip joint action, bring your hips back to center. Take one knee in each hand and let the legs spin around. So you've got like kind of the, uh, the DJ style. These are spinning your records. If you like to imagine, I guess who likes to imagine that? <laughs> Some people call these egg beaters, but uh, <laughs> DJ knees is, um, yeah, preferred just by this person. Back into centers and take this into a really light belly twisting pose. I mean, if you want to go really, really intense, you can always go really intense today. I'm going to cue some things as going light uh, purposefully. Some of you were here for yesterday's eight o'clock class. Nothing was cued light in that, uh, <laughs> that setting. Uh, so we move in different ways and in different scenarios uh, for different reasons, both for the uh, physicality that we have in the, the Western mind of uh, muscle and joint action, but also in the yoga philosophy of the, the subtle energies of the body, the koshas, the sleeves of the body. Right? That there's the physical sleeve, there's the, the energetic sleeve, the emotional sleeve, the intuitive sleeve, these layers of ourselves. And yesterday we really worked into the physical and mental. Today we're gonna go with the, kind of the nervous system, the energy sleeve and the intuitive sleeve. Come back to center, knees to chest and nose to knees. We're gonna curl up and rock up to seated and any comfortable seated pose. And we'll take some shoulder shrugs. So same idea, you're just gonna move through something that feels good with, like, like we all know how to do this. I'm just like shedding a heavy backpack, taking off a heavy coat. And add to that a lift at the center of your chest that stays, so a buoyancy of the heart. Right? And that's good for our posture physically. It's also good for us in that energetic sense of keeping the heart up. 
one more shoulder shrug and then as your shoulders drop down let your elbows get real heavy arm bones heavy at your sides you'll feel the the upper back maybe across the collarbones and get some space keep that we're gonna drop chin to chest and have a little rock of the head side to side And just lightly with this, more in the service of, of noticing than in getting anything done. As we're moving the head side to side, keep again that sense of the center of your chest lifting, heart up, lightness there. And getting yourself back to center. We'll bring hands together at heart, thumbs to sternum. Lift the sternum to the thumb. See if there's a little more action there. The hands can often help us create a little more energetic action. And bring thumbs to forehead center. We're gonna let the hands lift the head to the top of the spine until you feel it well balanced there. The back body working to support good posture but not overly so more of a a lift than a force Take arms up overhead and reach the, the classic side to side body stretching that i think of this if, if you were in a play and you were having to like get out of bed this would be your way of acting like oh i just woke up wouldn't we all be better off if we got out of bed and just like did this like immediately <laughs> that's good back there it's like climbing the rope tina is climbing a rope out of whatever <laughs> situation we're in right now she's she's out of here <laughs> i'll call you mission impossible come back to center and let your arms release down and then hands to the floor in front of you come over into down dog and same kind of action with the legs so that side to side body movement that we had reaching with the arms. Now bend one knee then the other. Right? And sometimes it just becomes like a, a mindless pedaling, but uh, it could be that instead of focusing on the bending knee, you focus on the extending leg and send that hip way up. So it's like that hip is doing the reach that just got out of bed, stretch, and then the other side does it so that you become a little more purposeful and a little. Uh, more focus on side body, lengthening, opening, clearing the, the static there. And come back into a center line. Walk your feet out wide and walk your hands back to the feet. And we'll take arms around one another. Let the elbow points get heavy. Again, that's lengthening through your side body. And then a little rock from foot to foot. And so the action of this is transfer of weight from one foot to the other. You have the three points of each foot, ball the big toe, ball the baby toe, center of the heel. And then back into a center line, pause. Spread your feet, feel evenly weighted in both feet and in all three points of each foot. Have breath here to 
back body soften. Let your soft palate, the back of your mouth, drop toward the floor. So when we're standing, we let that uh, lift. And when we're folding, particularly when we release, that uppermost muscle, uh, right at the back of the mouth, if you're not sure where it is, run your tongue from your hard palate, from the teeth, across the bone, and then there's the, the muscle behind. Right? Letting that draw. In turn, let your brain draw. We'll release hands to mat and walk them back out into a high plank that becomes an up dog to slowly bending knees to mat and then aligning the up dog with care. So we don't always get to do that when we come from Chaturanga. Sometimes it's an emergency up dog. We get time here, breath here, look straight ahead. And that uh, again, that soft palate lift, go up toward your brain. Yeah, takes the whole pose up, takes the energetic pose up. Right. Same thing as the, the lift of the center of the heart. And down dog, breathe out. Nice. On your inhale, take your right leg up behind three-legged dog. Bend your knee, bring it in toward your right elbow, and you're gonna take a big step into a low lunge. And then we're gonna give this a little rock. So inhale, straighten the front leg, and exhale, bend it. And without losing your attention, because the attention is good right now, continue this fluidity in the pose that Nothing's sharp, nothing's forced. Working with the, uh, what's called elastoviscosity in modern Western terms of our joints when we do stuff like this. Stuff like this being the technical term. I figured I'd use one technical term and then, uh, then say stuff. One more round through. Back to your low lunge. Draw your heart forward and step back, down dog. Pause, just feel your two legs. They both worked there, they did different things. You feel different places light up left and right. And then inhale, left leg up and back behind you. Bend the knee, exhale, a big step, light step into a low lunge. And then that rock. This past week we've been working with Sun B, which is a lot of really dynamic poses uh, that call for that grounded strength, a lot of, of dynamic strength. Um, and this week we're gonna turn our attention to lunge flow, lunge-based flows that create more of this fluid elasticity, the viscosity of our body. The reason we can move at all is hydration. So uh, water, if you haven't had it, would be good to have sometime soon. Yeah. Moving in rhythm through 
all the joint structures of the body, getting the viscosity, the, the fluid nature moving. Back to your little lunge. Plant your hands, step back, down dog. Breath in. And breath out. Look forward, walk forward into ragdoll again. Take your feet wide, press them out into the mat. So as you're trying to stretch the mat, bring your hands to the outer shins this time. Press your hands in and your shin bones out. As you do, tuck your chin in, let the back of your head drop, the nape of your neck get long. And you press your feet down, let the soft palate drop toward the floor. Breath in. Breathe out. Start to turn your head real slow. Like slower than slow-mo video, however slow that is. I don't know how slow that is, but like slower than that. Back into your center line, release hands to mat, walk feet together. Press into your feet and rise up to standing mountain pose. We'll bring hands together at heart center. Pausing to lift heart to hands, to feel that lift of the soft palate, so the energetic lift at heart and at your brain. Turning your attention to your feet, we're just going to do a real slow rock forward and back without using the toes. Right, so toes are there, right? they're there for balance, just in case you overshoot this, like they're there, you can use them. If you're about to fall forward, please use your toes. <laughs> but the idea is this kind of gliding action from the front to the back, the back to the front. We're allowing the ankles Right, to move through their range of motion without competing uh, or, or overshadowing them with the, the grip of the toes. And we're creating this glide, this, again, this elasticity in the body, this ability for elasticity and the ability of our ankles to respond, right, which is important in a lunge, right, because that back leg is kind of supported by these muscles back into a center line where you feel balanced and steady. And on an inhale, we'll reach up. Mountain pose. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. We're gonna walk the feet, toe heel them to hip distance and then step the right foot back into a low lunge. Pause here. When you inhale, you're gonna draw your heart forward, tightening up your back leg. Step back to high push-up or low push-up as you like it. I'm gonna keep saying low push-up, but you do either. Breathe in for upward facing dog. And breathe out to downward facing dog. 
We're going to take the right leg up and back behind. Exhale, have a big step into a low lunge. Press the ball of the back foot down. Draw your heart forward on the inhale. And when you exhale, step the back foot up. Push off the ball of the foot and press into the front foot. Then you bring the feet together, kind of neaten it up at center for your halfway lift. And exhale, fold. And so lunge salutation one. Other side of it. Inhale, reach up. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back and toe heel the feet out or heel toe, whichever you prefer. Hip distance, that's for spacing. When we step back, we're at hip distance in the lunge. When you breathe in, draw your heart forward. We get that sensation like we're getting ready to sprint. Then plant your hands. You've got a high or a low push up. Chaturanga to upward facing dog and downward facing dog. Inhale your left leg up and back. And exhale, fold the knee in, take a big step. Low lunge, press into your feet, draw your heart forward, elongate. And then exhale, press into the front foot, step the back foot up. And breathe in, lift halfway, feet together. They don't have to touch, they could just be close. Bow forward, breathe out, but they're centered in some way. More of a mental than a physical requirement of this. Press your feet down, inhale, we'll reach up to standing. Lunge salutation too. Breathe out, bow forward. By the way, there are 84. Uh, we're not gonna do them all. <laughs> Breathe in, lift halfway, toe heel, the feet apart. I say that because I know someone was wondering how many are there. Right foot back, breathe in, reach up for crescent, a low crescent, high crescent, you choose. And then hands to the mat, you step back high or low push up. Breathe out either way. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out down dog. And then for this one, you're going to step your right foot straight ahead. Bend your back knee. We come to upright lunge. So the back knee bent means that we're a little more vertical in the spine. Then hands to your heart, then to the front of the mat. We'll step the back foot up and breathe in, lift halfway and breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Heel toe the feet apart, hip distance. The left leg goes back, you get your balance. And then you reach up, press into both feet as you go. Spread out through your hands, spread wide through your shoulder blades. And hands to the mat, and you step back, a high push-up or a low push-up. Your upward-facing dog. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Good. 
and left foot steps directly forward. That's not an easy motion. And it shortens the stance and if the stance a little higher requires a little more balance. And hands to heart center, fingertips to the front of the mat, you press into the front foot, and back foot steps up. And if you wanna add that kind of a standing split action in that, you are welcome to, but you don't have to. And bow forward, breathe out. That's one of the things we'll go over uh, in, our, in our classes this week is kind of that big step. And breathe in, reach out, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold forward. And salutation three. Breathe in, lift halfway. Walk your feet that toe heel distance apart. And the right leg back. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. With this one, exhale, hands to heart, to the mat, and then take your left leg up and back, three-legged dog. Exhale, bend the knee. Step again into that same low lunge and then that same crescent. And hands to the mat and step the back foot up. Feet together. Breathe in. And breathe out. Press your feet down. Breathe in. Reach up. Use your legs. Lift your heart. And exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, and heel toe the feet apart. Then the left leg back. Breathe in, reach out. Breathe out, hands to heart center, then to the mat. When you inhale, the right leg goes up and back. Press into your hands, lift through the ball of the foot. Bend your knee. And big step, breathe in, reach up. Hands to heart, and then they reach forward. Step up, bring together, breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. With four, breathe in, reach up. You guys are doing so well. It's like potato chips. I don't want to stop. Bow forward, breathe out. Breathe in, lift halfway. Heel toe your feet apart. We're going to step the right foot back. Then a bow pull, left elbow towards the ceiling, open into a twist. Exhale, look to your mat, hand down. We're going to step back high or low push up. to upward facing dog, to downward facing dog. And that right foot straight ahead, a little quicker and a little more challenging for the abdominals. Right elbow for the ceiling, open up, bow pull, nice. And then hand down, look forward, press into your front foot, step up. That's a big step up. For some reason, that's like the biggest step up we got. Breathe in, lift halfway and breathe out, fold forward. I'm hoping by the end of the week, I will discover why that is such a uh, tough step up. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow forward. And 
breathe in, lift halfway, toe heel the feet apart. And then left leg steps back, a low lunge, right elbow leads, you twist open, breathe. In. Yes. And then hand to the mat, you step back, high or low push up. Breathe in and down dog, breathe out. Then left foot forward, straight ahead. The left arm bow pull. And then hand down. Really re anchor in the front foot to press off the back foot and step up. Breathe in, lift halfway. That's lovely. Breathe out, bow forward. Sun A to smooth it out and just enjoy your breath. Inhale, reach up. Your legs lift your heart and exhale, bow. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Be long through the back of your neck, lift your soft palate on that one. And down dog, breathe out. So you think lifting uh, your brain instead of lifting your nose. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out. Your feet down, feel all three points as you reach up to standing. Then your hands feel the ring fingertip. And exhale, we'll fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. Breathe all the way out, low push up. Breathe in, up dog. Super nice. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Last one, press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, fold, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out high or low push-up. Breathe in. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Pause here, breath in. Empty it. Look forward to your hands, walk or lightly hop, top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. You're gonna bow forward, breathe out. I'm gonna say the sweetest words you can say to yoga class. There will be no ukatasana today. Breathe in, reach up to standing mountain pose. Oh, the smiling. 
and take eagle arms and wrap your right arm underneath the left. Then unwind that and we're gonna go back to mountain pose arm. So uh, stand in your feet. And if you, uh, if you like me, didn't have room to swing the arms without hitting the wall, and do the right side again. You can turn sideways on your mat and then breathe in, take them out to the side and up. All right, so uh, have room from your neighbors. You can step forward or back if you need it, but just take the arms in this circle, switching sides, right and left. Good. One more time through balance right and left for yourself. If you're not sure, just do one of each. Meet up, mountain pose, arms reach. And then keeping it in close rather than taking it out wide, right arm under left in front of you, so they just wrap tight. And it could be to a bear hug. We're gonna wrap the right leg over top and sit an eagle for three breaths. Use those breaths to spread your upper back. With the wind of the forearms, that's pressing the forearms into one another. With the bear hug, it's pressing your shoulder blades into your hands. With all of it, it's lifting that soft palate, lifting the brain rather than the nose. Next inhale unwind and reach up. And then again, keeping the arms in front of you as you do the motion, left arm underneath for eagle arms or the bear hug around, left leg over top. And as you sit for three breaths, use them to expand the upper back. Arms assist that by pressing forearm to forearm shoulder blades to hands. Lift up to the tips of your ears that helps the back of the neck stay long. On your inhale, unwind and reach up. We're gonna exhale, fold forward. Breathe in to lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. Low push-up or high push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look about halfway up your mat, walk your feet there. Do not freak out because we are not doing that thing. We're gonna to turn to the side of your mat that you like for straddle in this room. We'll turn towards the love wall for straddle. Um, yeah, love wall The Yeah. I like how Eric just turned to Jennifer for that, but um, that was very sweet. Turn here <laughs> to the course and then a little side straddle bend. So side to side. Yeah. Um, anyone who's unaware of the love wall, we have one wall in the studio. Uh, painted, all you need is love, love is all you need. Uh, that is what we call the love wall. Uh, but can I tell the story that uh, Eric Brown just turned to Jennifer Brown when I said that? And um, I just thought that was the best thing that I've seen in a while.
it was probably just because my direction was unclear, but I'm taking it as like this super romantic gesture. <laughs> Two more rounds through a steady flow of breath. center into a straddle and to a straddle fold. So you'll walk your feet probably in uh, one or two of those heel toe steps, draw your heart forward to a flat back and then release down into the straddle. And a few things you can do with your hand. So uh, this is prasarata A with the hands on the floor and the hands on the floor would be on the floor or on blocks, walking back into line with your feet. So they would line up either with your toes or if you're feeling a little more flexible in this, back in line with your heels. Might require a knee bend or reconfiguration of the straddle itself. You could also go, I'm gonna skip a few, go to, to D, which is hands at your sacrum. You lace the fingers with the elbows bent, you wrap the elbows toward one another, and then you allow the arms to straighten. That can also be achieved by taking a strap into your hands behind your back. Important uh, element of that is the wrapping of the shoulder blades toward one another on your back. So that the emphasis there is the shoulder blades squeezing in, the front of the chest getting uh, some space and some stretch there. Three breaths. And if your hands have gone wide, bring them back to your sacrum before you release them. And then hands to the mat, we'll all draw heart forward. And then you walk your hands back to the front of your mat, wherever that might be, and step your feet back to down dog. I mean, unless you want to turn sideways on your mat, then I'm not going to, I won't stop you. Breath in. Breath all the way out. And come forward to a high plank. Take your high plank down to the elbows. So right elbow down, then left elbow down. And we're gonna bring knees down, the lowest parts of the thighs down, mid thigh, upper thigh. Elongate into sphinx. Walking your elbows one elbow step forward. You may be a yoga nerd if elbow step doesn't sound weird to you. If elbow step sounded weird to you, congratulations, you're still, <laughs> you're still a non-yoga nerd. Um, pull your elbows into the mat, draw your heart up and forward. Again, find that lift of the soft palate, the lift of the brain, the length in the back of the neck. So you got this buoyancy at heart center, and the, the very base of your brain. One more breath in. And then exhale, release down slowly. Take the elbows out to the sides, hands underneath the forehead center, just rest the head. Sliding your hands out to the sides of your mat, out onto the floor beyond on fingertips. Put fingertips and then dome the palms. So you really feel the, the, the doming of the palm action. 
We're not going to press so much into the hands, but we're going to keep this action of the hands. As you take a twist in Cobra, so you're going to bring your right shoulder blade towards your spine, look over the right shoulder the last moment, and then back to center, release the gaze to center, release the work of the right shoulder blade. And then left shoulder blade slides in towards your spine, twisting Cobra over to the left. Right? And then back to center, stay light in the fingertips and domed up uh, through the hands. It's called Hastabanda. And then I turn to the, which I never ever say because I'm always afraid I'm going to say pasta banda, which, um, the, you know, just shows where my brain is. And then left and back to center. And go one more. And not that I'm obsessed with pasta, but uh, <laughs> I am kind of, but the, the feet are called patas and the hands are called hastas. So um, there's a real toss up whether you, you end up saying pasta, yeah. if you're not speaking Sanskrit on the daily. <laughs> yeah. Back to center, hands underneath your elbows, press up to hands and knees and back to down dog. And breath in. Breath out. And on an inhale, forward to a high plank. And then exhaling, we're gonna come down to first the left forearm and then the right forearm. Elongate yourself in the forearm plank, knees down. Slowly follow with lower thigh, mid thigh, upper thigh. You get to sphinx, point the toes back, really reach through the big toe. And now walk the elbows, one elbow step forward. So you got space to reach back to the big toe, lift up to the center of your chest, lift up through the back of your head, and that elbows pressing down, soft palate lifting up. One more breath here. And we're slowly release down and rest your head on your hands. If you can remember which hand was on top last time, uh, A, good for you, and B, switch hands. <laughs> if you're not sure, probably the one that you naturally went for, do the other one. <laughs> we all have habits. And literally, this is just about like just being awake and aware to habit. This is a, a totally inconsequential one, but the more we become aware that we have habits, the more we can work on those that are maybe not serving us so well. And take the hands again out onto fingertips. And uh, if you have anything beside you that you need to clear out of your way to move uh, to the sides of your mat, do that. If there's like a cat or a dog laying there, I, I can't tell you um, what to do with them, but uh, we're going to take the, again the, the cobra twist, but we're going to bend the same leg and then reach the leg over to the side. So it becomes a, uh, this becomes a cobra scorpion, which is, sounds like the worst nightmare ever. Come on back to center with that. And then left shoulder blade towards the spine, bend the left knee and toes touch back behind and then back to center. So side to side on this, right shoulder blade moves first. You bend the right knee, tap, and then back to center. And stay light in the fingertips, domed in the hands. So we're not pushing from them. They just happen to be helping us get, what they're helping us do is get a little more space for this. Like if we were on flat palms, this would be uh, just, you know, 
four or five inches <laughs> less mobile. Rotate and center. I know somebody's cat is getting into like swiping at your foot right now. Um, back to center. And then one more round, you balance you. We started right. Then you end up on the left. And once you do, come on back to center. These hands underneath your forehead and forehead center rest and breathe here. Check out which hand you happened to lay on top. Maybe that's the habitual one. And that's totally okay. There's nothing meant by this, but noticing, knowing. That's the intention. Bring hands underneath the elbows. Press up to hands and knees. Pause there. Press your hands down round your back like it was cat pose. That's going to move back toward your heels into a cat child pose. And then we're gonna rock that forward into that really nice light up dog. And you just kind of roll yourself out into, lift your soft palate with the tips of the ears. And then once more back into that cat child's pose, press the floor down and forward like it was down dog. And back into that Really nice, nice being defined by you, up dog. Which feels nice to elongate, to lift, and then to child's pose for real. And sit back, pause, feel what you feel, whatever you feel, whatever you notice. In this moment of different noticing, they're all valid. Your way up to down dog. Look through your hands. Walk or hop through to seated. Make your way onto your back for a flowing bridge. So get down on the exhale and pause there, arms at your sides. And when you inhale, press your feet into the mat, lift the hips, just go ahead for it before the floor gets uh, like all that extra gravity in it. And then slowly come down as if you're thumbprinting the spine down into the mat. Stop just shy of putting your hips down. So if you can, you're, you're pulling your abdominals and you're trying to get the low back to go down. It may or may not. And then you can go up again in reverse order. You've got the lumbar spine moving up. And then you're placing those back down just one piece at a time. And doing that abdominal work of trying to get the low back down, which again may or may not happen. You don't need to like overdo that. But hips just just hover right there, and then up again. So stay with this, moving the spine in this wave-like action. And it doesn't need to be the the biggest range of motion that you have. We'll get to a range of motion back then. Promise. For now, ground through your feet. Feel all three points of the foot, each one. 
few more breaths, moving you. Kind of the inhale, helping you float up. And the exhale, pressing each piece of spine down that's helped along by the abdominals. And next time you come up into the bridge, we'll stay. And work for more range by walking the shoulder blades toward one another on your back. So you start to you know, shimmy the arms underneath you. And if the hands meet one another, clasp them. And once you've clasped them, again, try to walk the shoulder blades in until you're getting toward the outer edges of your shoulders on the mat. The small detail and uh, you know, definitely it's it's the the flower on the icing of the cake. It doesn't have to happen that you with the icing on the cake would be getting your arms underneath you. The flower on the icing on the cake is uh, getting to the edges of your shoulders. Right? And whatever you're doing with your arms, press them down, lift spine up into the back of the heart, press the back of your head down, and breathe in. And then you're gonna release the clasp, let the shoulders slide out to the sides. And then like you're thumbprinting the spine, one piece at a time down. And then sonarize here, actually lay the hips down. And Supta Baddha Konasana or constructive rest pose as your low back desires. And uh, just pro tip here. If you ever uh, move your knees to Supta Baddha Konasana after back bend and it doesn't feel good, do the other thing. Like there's this, uh, I, won't, I won't butcher this on script, but uh, if something's not working, do the reverse is a yoga principle. And, um, when you notice that there's a pinch in the body, there's a tightness in the body, right? Do the opposite. It's like not fighting fire with fire, but using water to put out fire. And Subdivakanasana can be tricky, right? depending on your sacrum, your low back, and your day to day. Bring knees back into alignment, feet flat to the floor. Take another bridge, or if you like wheel, plant your hands beside your ears. Uh, if you're not sure if you like wheel or you like haven't been friends in a while, um, this is like if you haven't been friends in a while with somebody, you just pick up the phone and call them. Just like pick up the phone. Right, so like see, see if we'll it might happen today. Yeah, good. Breathe for three. And two. One more breath in. And when you exhale, slowly release down once more to a suptabatakanasana or constructive rest pose. Uh, if you just want to like do something different, do something different. Uh, that's totally cool too. Take a moment, lie on the floor, be still, and receive whatever it is you're meant to receive in this moment, the communication from your body. And 
one more breath in. Open your mouth and let it out. Second sweetest sentence a yoga teacher can say, there will be no abdominal series today. Bring your knees together, hug them into your chest. If you're upset about that, don't worry. Come back next week. It'll be fine. <laughs> knees to chest. Give a hug in and, and pay just a little attention to, to your body here as you hug in. See if you can get the knees to come in evenly to get an even sensation of stretch in both sides of your low back. Feet flexed and just about on the same line. Sometimes we'll pull them in like one foot's dropped down below the other. That's totally fine. Means nothing. It's just totally fine. But line up the feet, line up the knees, and just uh, sometimes this pose just gets a little short shrift. Breath in. That's a really useful pose. Breath out. The right knee drawn in. We'll extend the left leg out. Uh, usually the yoga teacher would say, grip the floor with your uh, left heel. She still thinks that's a good idea, but today if you want the left leg to be a little soft and just let it be there, totally cool. The right leg up, catch behind the hamstring, and just do a little work with the ankle of pointing and flexing. We'll work through the foot of rotation. We'll work through the toes of spreading and wiggling. Uh, this is nice to kind of look at your toes and A, like no judgment about what your toes look like, but how do they move? They move en masse? Do they move one at a time? Do some move one at a time? Are there two that are like lovebirds and they won't let each other, like, if they're like the Eric and Jen Brown of your foot. <laughs> it's interesting though. We've got five. They don't always move as five individual things. And that's okay. And flex your foot, press through your heel. Spread your toes out. Pull the baby toe away from the big toe is one of the easiest ways to get them all to spread out. Think of that action. Breath in. And breath out. Bend the knee and there's a good hug in toward the chest. Let it go to uh, line up with its own hip joint. So knee in line with hip would be knee pointing straight up. Then bring it across the body into the classic twist. Right arm out like a wing and breathe here. Sometime in a really nice relaxed twist. If this doesn't feel so relaxed to you, but there's another one that you like, go for it. And again, like sometimes we'd say, if you want to engage more with this, you take your hand to your thigh and then press up into that hand. If you want that, do that. Otherwise, just let the let the twist undo you. Breathe in and breathe out. Feel the wave-like action of your body around the, the central element of twist. And a, and a side note here, for some of us, it'll be nice to have a block involved in this underneath the knee to not have so much action in order that the twist has some breath, right? So if you have, 
so much twisting action that there's not breath. That's too much twisting action. So a block underneath the knee might help. On your next inhale, just dissolve this, come back to center and uh, use the right foot, press it into the floor to lift your hips back into center line. We're gonna spread the limbs out uh, into uh, Snow Angel. Again, totally made up name by, uh, yeah, me. Uh, but walk all the limbs over to the right. Because everybody knows what Snow Angels look like. I don't know why, if you say it, everybody knows exactly what to do. And then this is a banana. You walk all the limbs over to the right. And then the left heel digs into the mat and the right ankle crosses over the left. And I touch the left wrist with the right hand. So the right limbs are holding the left limbs in this pose. I was taught this pose the first time by a teacher who didn't have that correctly or just said left when he meant right, etc. And so I hated this pose for a really long time because I crossed the other way. Um, and I probably taught you also at some point the wrong way, but correcting that error here. When the limbs move over, it's the, the receiving side that, that catches and holds limbs that have moved across. Breath in, lengthen out, use the right arm to elongate the left side to your delight. And then back to center, undo it. Your snow angel again, limbs spread. Breath in, and breath out. And then walk your feet in, knees into chest. Again, just kind of line that up, giving this pose its due to Apanasana. And then left leg out, right knee in, Arda Apanasana, half, uh, well, I won't translate Apanasana. You can go look that up yourself. Okay, we'll translate it. It's called windbreaking pose. Um, and uh, it's it's on the yoga therapy list for like every, every malady you could have, Apanasana on that list. Release the left knee, bring it in line with its own hip, and then bring it across the body into twist. Bless you. Um, for everyone at home, I didn't, I, well, yeah, I just blessed you. That's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Random blessings to everyone. <laughs> That's stuff that yoga teachers say, right? <laughs> Do the action with the hand, but if that's just kind of like the norm and you find yourself uh, kind of gripping and pulling on the leg, uh, maybe we go for a little softer today. Let the pose take its own shape. That idea of fluidity of the, the flow of these kind of postures in the body happening on its own. And there's a place for all of it. There's a place for the assisted stretch for the 
uh, end range, the dynamic work that we do for the long held uh, intense poses that we do. There's room for all of it because our body needs all kinds of different movement. One more breath here. And you let this dissolve and come back to center. Use the left foot to help you lift the hips, slide them back into a center line. Arms and legs extend out, just no angels. And then the right limbs come over to the left. Everything comes over the side, banana. And then the left ankle crosses over the right. The left hand catches the right wrist. And breathe here. Again, doesn't need to be uh, any kind of dynamic action here. You could simply be in the pose, can do some good of elongating and a softening side body. There's also this element with the left hand, which you could add to the experience. And if you are giving a little pull with the left hand, allow the right shoulder blade to move with the arm so that you're not pulling the arm away from the shoulder blade. Right. Shoulder blade is part of the arm and it moves with. Breath in and then unwind back to that central uh, snow angel where you spread everything. And fan out through your fingers, fan out through your toes, and give a big reach through all the limbs and the digits. And then let that soften into Shavasana. So, if there's any finishing pose or movement that you need before, go to that. But moving from this really outstretched action into something that by contrast is simply open. Right? There's this ability that we have to extend and there's an ability to draw in. And there's the ability to be in between to many, many degrees. And the one we practice in Shavasana is the midpoint, that place of just complete openness without extension. Totally centered without being drawn in or compressed in any way. Our natural state of being.
ready to move again. You start with wiggling your fingers and toes. Over the wrists and the ankles. And rolling to your right side, you'll fold elbows and knees, tuck in, fold at your hips. You'll do the, all the, the drawing inward motions. And then coming up to seated. You can sit cross-legged or sit on your shins. When seated, the, the lower limbs that are folded in, kind of grounding us, centering us, and then the upper body, balancing that with openness, with space, with a lift to the heart, a spreading of the collarbones, softness to the arms, to the throat, to the face. And bring our hands together at heart center, letting heart lift to hands. Thumbs to forehead center, and a gesture of joining heart and mind. That was great, y'all. All y'all. Namaste. Super well done. Thank y'all so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Super cool. Yay. I'm waving at the wrong people. About the wrong people. <laughs> Have a great day. See you soon. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.